And welcome once again to another edition of A Plain Answer here at Redeemer Broadcasting. I'm Dan Elmendorf. Joining me in the studio today is my wife, Debbie. Hi, Dan. Well, uh, yesterday and today are share days here at Redeemer Broadcasting. And we thought that we would just talk about the ministry a little bit on this A Plain Answer program, as well as share some excellent music with you. But um, this is kind of an unusual ministry. In some ways, it's extremely grassroots. We have our main hub, our main network control in our basement. So (laughs) this thing has kind of grown from very low level and pretty much a bootstrap effort. Yeah, well, we have a raised ranch that we built in 1983. We were the general contractors and moved in when it was really bare bones and did the finishing work ourselves. And And the whole bottom level, which you're referring to as a basement, it's basically um, a raised ranch on a slab because the land has such bad percolation. So when yeah, we moved in, you know, we got a construction loan at first and we thought, okay, let's just leave the bottom level as um, open. And we'll call that, quote unquote, our basement and the bank was fine with that. So mm-hmm. we were able to uh, finish off the upper level um, in, in a gradual, relaxed fashion over the, I don't know, probably took eight, nine years, whatever. But then we gradually started developing downstairs and um, the, the basement, as you call it. And at one point, uh, you were working sometimes remote for IBM. So uh, you created probably like an eight by seven um, study. Yeah, it's a little study here. And I I started off doing, uh, even before that, some Sunday school lessons in it. And then eventually it became my IBM office. And then uh, the way it ended up, it became our production studio. Yeah, and it works quite well. I mean, you have some corrugated foam up on the ceiling. We actually have um, wood on the walls, and likewise the red oak cabinetry here, um, and Formica top desk, which is all custom made by you, was also um, harvested from our own land. And so, you know, it's it's certainly very interesting in here. It's tight. Yeah, it's unlike any other uh, production studio, I suppose, because uh, we were learning as we did it. And so, you know, you see some bookshelves here, but um, now the bookshelves are interspersed with equipment. And you told me, make sure that you keep those bookshelves. So I uh, tried to work around that following your good advice. And uh, that's that's just how it is. So this, um, this plain answer today is really uh, kind of an inside look at Redeemer. So this little studio here, um, which has gone through many transformations, and when we first built it, we had no idea that this would be housing Redeemer's um, recording room. So like I said, there's all kinds of sound-absorbing uh, materials on this hanging from the ceilings and on the back of the door, and uh, this is where Dan and I record. It's where you do your voice work, and you used to have like Pastor Vance when he used to live in this yeah. area. He would come up, Hans Vogt would come up, Mark mm-hmm. Diedrich, uh, various folks from the area would come and sit in this chair that I'm sitting in right now in this tight little studio not even able to look at each other face to face because it's just so tight. Um, I'm looking at your back all the time when we're speaking together. And so, yeah, this is our recording uh, studio. And then behind me uh, is a rather um, larger workshop area. And that would house um, two floor-to-ceiling racks of equipment, 
uh, a custom-made desk again that you made out of uh, plywood and formica, and there's carpet on the walls. There's all kinds of CDs and papers. Oh, and, and here also is a lot of the documentation. I am surrounded by um, by two and a half inch, three inch, three ring binders from Staples, and they're all labeled <laughs> beautifully. You've documented so well, and floor to ceiling, pretty yeah. much. And a lot of them are old now, so I, I need to uh, go through every one of those notebooks and say, well, this doesn't apply anymore, so let's uh, retire that information or let's uh, you know, get it more efficiently uh, organized. And so um, that's a constant need, actually, for the ministry is documentation, and I have not been able to keep up with the the uh, volume of documentation uh, required at this point. And there's so much in here that um, when you would have a guest, uh, maybe if you have two people who are going to be participating in a conversation, you have to remove some things off the floor and put them out in the hallway here. And um, <laughs> and, and a lot of it's, it's still true. in the hallway it's right really now. It's really bad. Now I've, I've uh, kind of lined the hallway with stuff that I don't even know where I should put it. So uh, yeah, I, I think Redeemer I need Stephen's help. You know, Stephen's our son, and he is so organized the way he attacks problems. He's a programmer, and so uh, he he would know exactly what to do with all this stuff. Well, he could magically make it disappear, but I don't have problem. his skills. I don't think you want it to magically disappear. It's all <laughs> stuff that you need. And then, you know, if you go a little further down our, um, our lower level, uh, you come to – a bathroom, and then you, we've closed off um, this section. Then, so this is like the redeemer area with the bathroom, mm-hmm. and then you've put in a um, a door yep. so that with the air conditioning going um, in the next room where all the equipment is, it's going twenty four seven to keep the equipment right. cool. So we had to p- install a door there. And then you go a little further; it's Tim's bedroom, what used to be yeah, Tim's what bedroom, used to be. You stay, yeah. and now it is um, Wilma's accounting room. We've got promotional materials in there, paper supplies, all of that, you know, copier, yep. another, another computer and desk and all of that. So you can see how very gradually um, the our home has been transformed into um, a, a hub for Redeemer and Often, for years and years and years, Dan, you would say, we should really have a studio like in Kingston or here or there so that there'd be visibility, Mm -hmm. but we never had the finances to do that. No, we never had the funds, so we just kind of... you know, we just kind of stayed here. At times, it's a real blessing because when there's problems, you know, with the equipment or whatever, um, you got to be there all hours of the day and right. night, and you'll get support on the phone. They'll log in remote and help me solve problems. We use uh, TeamViewer uh, a lot, and that works really well for us. I have an account. And so um, even when I'm here in the production studio, I can log into the equipment in the next room without even walking there and load up programs, load up weather reports and all of that sort of thing. Yeah. And when you're trying to take a break, quote unquote, you'll go upstairs into the living room and sit in your easy chair with your laptop and you'll do a lot of um, lot of listener notes or Facebook yeah. or um, processing, I, all kinds of things you're you able do to that. do there as well. Yeah, I can load up programs for the next week, in fact. Um, and that way I can still be with the family. So I, mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, even though I'm working a lot of the time, I'm not taken away from family time. So we try to be very sensitive to that. Yeah, and remember that, you know, 2003, we were working um, on 
the um, the whole structure of Redeemer, and then we became incorporated in February 2004. So our family right. was quite young, and when you would say, you know, we should have a presence in Kingston or whatever, I would say, no, please not, because scary. we would never see each other. No, it would it right. would be very very difficult, and and yeah. it turns out you and I were able to work a lot together at those beginning years. Uh, then after fashion, I I had to go out and and work. Um, but I do want to say also that being a grassroots in a very small um, ministry, we don't charge the ministry for um, any rent for mm-hmm. being here in you know the bottom two thirds of our house um, because it helps us. And but we do charge them for the electric costs. So oh, we absolutely. have, like I said, the air conditioner running twenty four seven. And just this past, I don't know, just this past year, we were finally able to reimburse ourselves for the electric. So we're up to date on our families um, being reimbursed for that mm-hmm. real cost to us of the extra electricity that the all this equipment and com- air conditioners have consumed. Um, au contraire, um, you know, going back from 2003 up to present, uh, we still have various things that we have not been reimbursed for, that our family had real costs incurred on, I'm not even talking about labor, I'm talking about what it cost us personally, you know, doing things, mainly gas running to post office and, and the bank. I can remember we you would have to run to the bank probably every other day because there were bills to pay and not enough money in there. Things so for, were that close to the wire, weren't oh, they? Oh yeah, if, the, um, if, if you got a couple checks in the mail, you went to the Uh, bank and I'm thinking you know I'll go I did it as many times as I possibly could if I was going that way just to um, you know save some cost but Mm -hmm. we were very very tight and certainly um, for even again up until last year you were usually behind in getting um, pay I don't know like last year I think it was like five months late for pretty much the whole year the year before that it would often be, it was an averaging of, it went as many as nine months. Right. It would be working before you'd even get paid. And then we'd wait for the Christmas newsletter to come in, the responses to that. And then we would, you know, catch up and you would get, you know, your the rest of your pay for that year. But um, so again, Share Day, uh, we're hoping that people can get to know us a little bit better. We're being transparent. Um, we have financial need. We're very small. We really try to be careful as we were describing what our studio is like in our home. Uh, rather unusual. The benefit of having uh, the Redeemer Studio here to save costs and also being able to still uh, function as a family as much as possible. But again, going back to finances, when you lost your job in uh, 2009, uh, you hadn't taken, nor I had taken any payment for all the work we did since 2003. And so um, when you lost your job with IBM in 2009, um, Redeemer still couldn't pay you anything, nor could it pay me anything. And so then 2010 was when you first started to take a salary from Redeemer. And again, small budget, what Redeemer could afford to pay you for your 60 hours and round-the-clock service was $10,000 a year. Mm-hmm. And that was really hard on us as a family, you know, young children, kids going to college. Um, so we, it was a struggle. And then the next year, 2011, you, uh, Redeemer was able to pay you $15,000 mm-hmm. for the year. Again, working probably 60 hours a week, me volunteering my time, uh, the kids helping out in various ways, and 
Um, and then the next year, I think maybe you made 25000 I don't remember from there. But um, it's been a challenge for us personally uh, doing the ministry. And so we would love to get to a point uh, where we could get reimbursed for the gas uh, for all those years. We haven't gotten to that point yet. Like I said, we've been able to reimburse ourselves the electric, but um, not even the gas expenses. So there's, there's a lot of... Um, a lot of needs here at the ministry. And then going forward, uh, we are looking forward to hiring someone part-time to give you a hand. That's right. And they would be what they call a 1099, just a just a contractor coming in and putting in some hours. I think what you're seeing also in this is um, um, a division of labor, um, skills in one area that Deb has that I don't possess, skills that I have she doesn't have, and the others, skills that Cal Carter has, or Craig Poland, or George, George Milsitek in uh, Southern Maryland. He's our chief engineer at WXMD. Uh, he has skills that I don't have. And so... Um, he doesn't take any pay either, does he? He doesn't take any pay. Yeah, so we have folks who are so kind I just giving to the I would love to be able to reimburse like him, you know, and, and uh, he's... He's top drawer, let me tell you. I mean, nothing gets past him. He stays right on top of all the matters at WXMD. And that station requires more work than some of the smaller stations because it's a higher-powered signal. And so uh, he is very faithful in serving the Lord that way. And Carol Alexander, with uh, doing special announcements, and she can really um, uh, do a conversation on the fly. A lot of capability there. And, you know, I'm really appreciative of our bookkeeper, Wilma DeJager. Uh, she keeps all of our books, uses QuickBooks. She interfaces with our accountant for the yearly filings. She files monthly, quarterly, our taxes. Uh, she types up the donor letters. She writes the checks. It's a huge job, and we're very thankful for her help. Well, that's a little bit of behind the scenes. So maybe you're listening to this today and saying, well, you know, I'd really like to help Redeemer Broadcasting. And uh, there's a couple of simple ways you could do that. First and foremost is your prayers for us. The uh, effectual fervent prayer of a righteous man availeth much, we learn in the epistle of James. And uh, secondly is by giving to the ministry. We are 100% listener-supported. And we have no other way of staying on the air. And if you'd like to give to the ministry today with a tax-deductible gift, our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, P.O. Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. And you can also find us online. You can give in two ways online. You can give by credit card or by PayPal. And our web address is RedeemerBroadcasting.org. And while you're on that website, why not uh, listen to us streaming live by going to our Listen Live page, uh, perhaps after you've given your gift. And um, there on that page, you can also see the last 10 songs that we aired on the network. Well, speaking of songs, um, we do get a lot of comments from folks saying that they really enjoy the music, and we thought we would play a piece that we enjoy um, immensely, and it's it's like a um, question and answer format. And yeah, kind of like a catechism over the air. Exactly. In and it's song near, form. 
Absolutely. So it's near and dear to our hearts as far as a teaching method of asking question and hearing a response. And so we're going to play one of our favorite songs. Do you feel the world is broken? We do. Do you feel the shadows deepen? Do you know that all the dark won't stop the light from getting through? We do. Do you wish that you could see it all made new? We do. It's great. And is all creation groaning? Is a new creation coming? Is the glory of the Lord to be the light within our midst? It is. Is it good that we remind ourselves of this?
Well, I absolutely love that song. And uh, <laughs> when I hear it in the car, I sing along. And, you know, so many people let us know how much the ministry means to them. And they mentioned that uh, the music came at just the right time or yes. a program really taught them and helped their family life. And, and it's God's word of hope to us. And um, it's it's just a beautiful thing. And, you know, we kind of hate to be... Uh, highlighting our needs but like we mentioned uh, earlier this share day was initiated by some of our dear friends down in maryland they knew we had great financial needs here mm -hmm. and we really didn't have the time to even make it happen but they said we're just going to do this we're going to put some recordings together which you yeah, will hear sprinkled them, there wouldn't be a share day this year so thank you very much folks right so you may have heard um, some little um, interviews sprinkled throughout yesterday and today and so we do have great need, and we appreciate everyone's support, certainly, but we would like to appeal for others to um, be a part of this ministry, knowing that the gospel makes a difference. Um, it transforms the world. It's transformed us. And, and so if you would like to contribute, we'd love to have you partner with us, um, whether it be a regular gift or a one-time gift. Our mailing address is Redeemer Broadcasting, Post Office Box 1520, Olive Bridge, New York, 12461. Also, you can visit our website, RedeemerBroadcasting.org, and they have a way to use your credit card there, and you can give that way. And, you know, as we close out the program now, um, there was we did give a presentation once at church, and people say, why don't you give a presentation at the church or at our church? And we really <laughs> don't have the time. We have a hard time. Yeah. You and I have we have the hardest time just going out to eat together um, or take a half a day day trip, which it mm -hmm. just we've been trying to do that for probably three or four years. So that for us isn't really a solution. But one time we went to our church and you gave a presentation, and one of the ladies of our church came up to me and said, Deb. I believe in this ministry. How can I pray for you? Mm. How can I pray for this ministry? I said, the thing you can do that's biggest on my heart as a mom is pray for our family, that Amen. we don't get torn apart by the intensity, by the, the big demands of the ministry, by the financial stresses we have as a family as a result. And I said, if because when we grew up, um, we went to a church where uh, the the pianist and the choir director um, became unfaithful, mm. and you know, and and I I can state a whole lot of other situations where people were in ministry, and um, and their families were just imploded right. because they were always doing ministry, and so I said, just pray that the Lord will <laughs> keep our children faithful, That's and right. each one of them is walking with the Lord, and. Um, and they support the ministry financially instead of saying, you know, mom and dad, you know, how come you didn't do this and that with us? You were doing radio, weren't you? Yes. And you couldn't do this and we couldn't do that. We couldn't go on vacation. We couldn't, you know, whatever, fill in the blank. But God has been kind and gracious and merciful to us such that our family is intact and um, spiritually. And so I, I kind of wanted to close out this segment, Dan, if we could, this program, if we could, with a song that... Um, we have each evening at 11 o'clock, it's called the Baroka. I sang it to our children as they went to bed. I would place my hand on their head as they were little and as they got bigger and bigger and bigger, <laughs> and I'd sing this blessing. And now, as we have six grandchildren, I do the same thing now. And our children are singing that same song and blessing their children before That's they right. lie down to sleep. We'd like to conclude our program with that. And dear listener, uh, this is our prayer for you as well. 
that God's blessing will rest upon your life. May the Lord bless you and keep you. face to shine on you. May the Lord make his face to shine on you. And be gracious to you. And be gracious to you. May the Lift his countenance on you. May the Lord lift his countenance on you. May the Lord lift his countenance on you. May the Lord lift his countenance on you. May he keep you in perfect peace. May For all the world